Muppet Show! Hi-ho, everybody. This is Chris. This is Jack. And that's Andrew and Natalie. Hey, what's up? And this is the only podcast that matters. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Damn right. So Welcome happy. to KermitCast. KermitCast. Yes. And in case you're wondering why it's KermitCast, uh, there already is a podcast called MuppetCast, hosted by Steve Swanson, which is a very good show. So if you're into the Muppets, and I'm going to say you are if you're listening to this show. It's a really good show, uh, posted pretty frequently. I don't think on a regular schedule, kind of like we are, but he's been doing it four years, and he has interviews with loads of Muppet people, so yeah, we're going to talk about all things Muppet-related, obviously, as you've probably heard a couple of times on this show. Yeah. I'm a massive Muppet fan, and everyone here certainly is a Muppet fan. It's the childhood. It's How could you not be? Everyone's, of course, it's everyone's childhood. Well, let's let's start there, actually, with childhood. What was everyone's kind of... Introduction to Sesame Street. The Would it be Sesame Street Sesame was your Street. first thing? Yeah, Same. yeah, Sesame Street, absolutely. Yeah, see, I had the the double whammy of Sesame Street in the morning, and then at night, Nickelodeon used to run the Muppet Show. So I used I, to catch both well, of I, them on weekdays. I also used to watch the Muppet Babies, Muppet cartoon. Yeah. Muppet Babies. That's right. That's on used Saturday to mornings. Yeah, yeah. Every it was on pretty ev- much every day. Well, on I thought it was so cute. Probably too cute for you. Even it was at that so age. cute. It was just boring to me, even as a like seven, eight year old. It was just. Well, it was more for preschoolers. Because <laughs> it wasn't Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Was Nobody has no swords. Hence why I watched it on Nick Jr. when yeah. I was three or four. I see <laughs> lots of talking animals, no talking rat. <laughs> no. Teaching no, that did. one who's, who looks like a, a turtle without a shell. That's a frog, Andrew. Ah, shit. It wasn't so babyish. It wasn't though. too kitty, but no, no, it, it was great. Like, oh my, it wasn't like fucking Blues Clues or some shit. No. Oh, no way. It always it made me upset mo- though, that we could never see. I forget her the name. Mother? Nanny. The mo- nanny. Yeah, the nanny. Other than her legs and feet, it, it, her high in, stockings in, in the or shoes. whatever. You can Why? Or whatever. The I don't know. I guess important. I just wanted to know what she looked like. Did it old make, lady. <laughs> did it make <laughs> you mad that? Uh... I don't know. I mean, it was a very long time ago, but oh. I do remember as a kid being like, "Well, is today the episode that we're going to see what this lady what looks, looks like?" like? You nope. see her hand once in a while pointing <laughs> nope. down. At yeah. yeah, when they get in trouble for something. <laughs> You're in trouble. Oh no! Did it make you mad? Did you watch the Alvin the Chipmunks cartoon, the um, '80s style cartoon? N- probably not. I don't really. Oh, okay. I watched Ninja Turtles definitely because Alvin used to fall around a woman here. who you just saw like this. Like mane of like hair. reddish hair, oh. yeah. You never saw her face. I was wondering if that Some pissed you off hair. too. No. All right. Anyway, just nanny. Yeah. So everybody, just yeah, just nanny. Fucking hated nanny. <laughs> <laughs> what do you look like, nanny? All right. Anyway, it's like the claw from. It's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be on behind the music for the electric mayhem. <laughs> Nanny's gonna come on. I knew they. I always knew they were in trouble. <laughs> like the adults on peanuts. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> you never see him. You, you, can't, can't, you don't can't know what the hell they're He's saying. Nanny, you could understand. Oh, yeah. She spoke with just I a regular... I imagine she looked like the grandma from uh, Looney Tunes. It had Tweety. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I imagine every old lady cartoon character to be like. <laughs> to that like they like never granny. show. <laughs> that gray dress and like the white hair that's yeah, in a bob. Beekeepers. <laughs> so hair. typical. Yeah. So, as most people know, Sesame Street started in 1969 and... That's one of the reasons I feel like the Muppets and Jim Henson have had such an impact, and that's why he's one of my heroes, because he has changed the lives of anyone who's been a kid in the last 40 years, because yeah. everybody has grown up on Sesame Street. Oh, yeah. The, Hands it's down. The standard. It's the gold standard of, of you know, children's parents, television. Yeah. 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 You have to raise your kids on Sesame Street. You yeah. have to. If you it's, don't... It's almost like... You know, you're you make a jerk. Parents for, yeah, you're like, a jerk if you don't make your <laughs> you kid on Sesame Street. You parents for like, babysitting their kids with TV, but as soon as it's Sesame Street, it's... You know, okay, it's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like, it's safe. Because it's and everything they do with 
and there, there are loads of books written and all that, but I oh, know God, that yes. the basis has always been they come up with the curriculum for the season essentially first, and then they build everything around it. So it's it's rooted in education, oh, of course, and no, lessons always, yeah. and all that, which of course it does. I mean that, that's that's the point. But you back in the day in the eighties, growing up watching it, you got introduced to Kermit, and Kermit was doing the Frog on the Street news, so yes. he would pop up oh, on there, God, yes. and some of the other characters would would make, like, make appearances. Yeah, on Oscar Sesame Street. Oh, Oscar, yeah. Of course I'm he sure he was favorite. your favorite, yeah. No, Cookie Monster. Oh, I'm sure. Oh. That, worked. that works, too. <laughs> <laughs> Triscuit cheese chocolate syrup monster. <laughs> Shut up, asshole. Oh, yeah, I'm wrong. But... Yeah, right? Yeah, I'm just thinking who my favorite <laughs> would be, because I really don't know who my favorite would be. I mean, I really like Big Bird because he's a big bird, and I love well, his costume go. design a lot, but I also Speaking like spe- Grover a lot. I'm sorry. Should I? No, no, go. Oh, go. I, no, I, I you like, keep talking <laughs> over him. <laughs> I like yes. Grover a lot, too. I actually have been drawing him a lot, because I just think he's Hello, really everybody. funny. He's just so cute. He's great. He's, um, he's so harmless. Yeah, he's just- Everything he's he does nice, is so harmless. He's just a nice, silly fellow. <laughs> Bert and Ernie are my favorites. I love Bert and Ernie. That explains a lot. No, I'm kidding. It pisses me off so much, though, that people got- I can't believe- Two guys that live together they must be oh, gay. They're, gay. they're bullshit. They're, they're two kids. best friends. Yeah, they're kids who live on a street. Yeah, you're kidding, and, right? And, and, there was that big rumor about how they're going to cut, like one of them's going to come out or some shit like that, like years ago. Yeah, they talked about that, and I'm like, why? No. Why does everything need to be turned into something? It has to be turned into some kind of political statement. Bored parents. Bullshit. Yeah. I don't even think it's. I feel like it's parents getting involved. Where it's just like, hey, they're two little boys and they live together. It's probably like, some Christian I group. Think they oh my were god, boys, those are, guys! Probably. I thought Bert and Ernie were like puppets. Were like, no, no, <laughs> grown like, men. Like, like, like grown men. Like, they they're grown men. I mean, the dude had a unibrow for crying out loud. Like, <laughs> well, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> well, unless he's a kid. That Have you ever had, watched like, BBC? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. UK. They just they didn't sound like they were young. No, they Bert had a lot of stress. More more than a kid. Yeah, more than a kid. No, but they always talked. Didn't they? I mean, I think Bert. Did. Bert had a job. Bert Ernie was a job. yeah, but watching Ernie. <laughs> yeah, his job. And pigeons. Well, he's got Ernie. Oh, <laughs> nice. That was pretty good. Hey Bert. Yeah, looking after. Uh, yeah, looking after Ernie. But think about Rubber Ducky. I mean, of course he's going to be a kid. Otherwise, he's just a really bizarre man. <laughs> he has he's to be he had a helmet on. He's a little special. <laughs> is that what he is? Yeah. Nothing he's wrong with that. Slow. That's it's what like, I like about Sesame Street. It's so diverse. You can even have retarded puppets on the show. So it's <laughs> it was like Larry and Balky <laughs> really almost mean. from Perfect Strangers. Oh, oh you're kind of right, actually. <laughs> yeah, that was the the template for Perfect Strangers. Bert and Ernie. I believe it. I had a load of Sesame Street records too, and that was probably I feel like a bit of an introduction to um, let's say like like two person like comedy team comedy. Because I have a few Burton Ernie cassettes, and they're literally like little Some sketches. I know shit. I played, yeah, like I know I played stuff for you guys here and there with like short little like skits that they had. And now they actually have them on, a, like Sesame Street has released bir- virtually their whole virtually. See, I'm still stuck on the yeah. <laughs> Sesame Street thing. <laughs> the lingo. Yeah. I have, um, when I was growing up, one of the things that we had were the like read along books. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it came in like this big plastic book that when you opened it up, it had the. The tapes would just pop into place like a CD would, uh-huh. you know, yeah. you know, this thing. And I, I think we still have them, and I love listening to them. Those tapes, they're oh, just yeah. so sweet. Don't they have that now with uh, the leap, the leapfrog thing, where it's like you can scroll this pen over the words, and a character. Yeah, reads I'm it. not sure how how that works, but there is something it's like that. Some yeah, kind of that you do. In the page. like you know, it's on a thin book. It's you know, the yeah, it's a big piece. ass. Yeah, because you, know. you need to buy the unit itself. Exactly. Yeah. I had a record player that was for every Sesame Street character. It each had a record. It was yellow for Big Bird, blue for oh my God. Monster. I had that too. For, I guess it was Elmo. It was a toy. It wasn't like you could and play regular like, records like, on it. It was, it was like a plastic. Yeah, it was yeah. a big. It was, it was a like a plastic, plastic record. Yeah, like circle that you put on there. I love that. Yeah, I remember that too. I had that. 
Yeah, all the records now they have on um, Amazon and iTunes. You can buy them all digitally now. They're obviously not going to reissue them on CD or anything like that. No, but all those records that were out from the 70s and 80s, I'm sure they were probably putting out CDs in the 90s, but did at that they, point I wasn't watching Sesame out Street with anymore. with all the guests that they had on The Muppet Show, like Johnny Cash? Um, they you know, put their, out the their first... Their versions of their song, like... Because obviously, like, when Alice Cooper was on The Muppet Show, he did um, Welcome to My Nightmare, which is not yes. his studio release. It's their Oh, version. did they put out a compilation with the I mean, versions yeah. of the show? Unfortunately, no. I wish they would. I mean, you could buy the shows. The first three seasons of The Muppet Show are out because... Disney drags their ass about releasing them. Like yeah. there were two years in between the first and second season getting How released. How many seasons are there? Six altogether. Okay. So, which well, well, let's just fast forward to that really quickly to uh, the Muppet Show itself, which didn't stand a chance on getting on American television for whatever reason. Like it, it was financed it's and filmed slastic. in Britain. Yeah, it, it, it was surprising. Like it had a lot of American guests on it, um, but it was very slapstick. I don't think I think that maybe that was the reason. Like the, the joke Maybe. styling well, was the era of variety shows too. Everybody in the seventies had a variety oh, show. Yeah, yeah exactly. but it made perfect sense. It was, but the the premise of it was basically an adult variety show. Like it was on in prime time. Yes, it had adult guests. It didn't have like family guests. I mean, no. Maybe some people would agree, but certainly, yeah. Alice Cooper. Yeah, you wouldn't suggest he would be like a, a family Johnny friend Cash, I guess. Depending. Johnny Cash had a variety show, so that would make sense where you can put him in a primetime situation. Lot, yeah. And as a singer, like they can use him in, in a lot of ways. That was part of the joke with the John Cleese episode is that like they keep trying to make him sing, he's like, I don't sing. Yeah. Like which <laughs> which I thought was hysterical, but it was also yeah, that was uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. When do we start getting polite on the show? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> is it because I'm here? Yes. yes. No. Guys, Otherwise, come on. We, no. Fuck you. I'm talking. No. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the car- cartoon cloud pops yeah. up. Yes. The arms. And whoever feet. has the least fat lip gets to talk. <laughs> anyway, Jack. It was also in the area of Saturday Night Live, the beginning years of Saturday Night Live. So people were looking for a primetime comedy show if you couldn't be up late at night, and it could be something for a family because I think it ran Sunday nights also. I think show. so. I know it used to run weeknights on Nickelodeon, which is when I caught it originally, and I'm, I should know this off the top of my head for as, as deep as I am into it. Maybe it's not that deep after all if I don't know when it aired originally. But I thought it was like Sunday nights. As an adult show, though, like it was it was a primetime TV show. It wasn't meant to be necessarily. It wasn't intended to be a family show. I mean, the, the original demo for it was called Sex and Violence. It wasn't even what? called, yeah, it wasn't even called like The Muppet Show, or maybe it was called like The Muppets Present Sex and Violence. I forget the What? Thing. That would yeah. never it's on, wow. the, it's on the DVD for that the would, first season. That would not have, no. But it's hilarious. Like, that was That's the intention. That's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> that is, I'm, I think I would have really like enjoyed it today as like an adult, like to if, go if, back and watch that stuff. Of course, now. yeah. Well, that's, like I said, I'm pretty sure that was on the DVD. Because I like violence. perverted puppet shit. So yeah. what can I say? Well, that and it's hilarious. It must be. But no, I've seen some of the Muppet Show. Like, um, I, I'm like, I definitely don't have like this big love for it. Like, I could tell you do, but oh yeah, I, I remember watching like a couple episodes here and there of season one um, on DVD, and I was just like, this is nuts, but I love it because I understand the passion behind it. Like the people working, like it's just an amazing thing. Oh yeah, it I really, mean, really is. When you think about how talented everybody had to be who worked on that show, because they had to. Write the material. They'd operate the puppets. They'd they perform had to the voices. Right? They had to sing. Yeah, like it was all such a such an immensely talented group of people. Was it live? Was it ever no, no? It was show? taped. It was recorded. Yeah, it was taped. But still, to have to write everything and then sing and perform physically perform the puppets and the voice at the same time because it's not a separate thing where you perform the puppet and the voice comes in later. I would have loved it. No, it's right then and there. Oh yeah, you're, you're mic'd up. It's like while you're moving. Yeah, it. yeah, which exactly. is one of the great things. Like you see all the um, bloopers and shit like that. 
where it's like they oh, still yeah. they still use the puppets when they, they do. Fuck they're up. still talking. Yeah, they they're basically improving with the puppets. Like yeah. they don't step out of character when no, they're in character. They they do stay in character. Any there are a couple of DVDs that have. Uh, Outtakes. outtakes, yeah. The most recent movie does. I know that. I believe Muppets from I Space mean, did as well. I mean, there's certain characters like Frank Oz, for example. He was doing Miss Piggy and Grover. So any scenes with the two of them. Well, and Fozzie. And Fozzie. Yeah. So you could have all three of them in one scene. It's one guy having to switch between three characters. Yeah. Possibly. Well, Grover was on the Muppet Show, but he's he's at least working Miss Piggy and. Oh, Grover. I'm sorry. I'm thinking yeah. of Grover's yeah. Sesame Street. <laughs> Do you mean Gonzo? I meant Gonzo. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> No okay, they're both blue. And- yeah, yeah, they're yeah, blue they're and like, weird and yeah. whatever. You know what I really like about the Muppets is that they all, and I don't know if this is jumping ahead from what we were talking about, but oh each character individually has such like their own little story. Like Fozzie, he's a stand-up comic, or at least tries to be. Like yeah, That's really what he does, and then Kermit makes this show and recruits this guy who's just going to do stand-up on their show. Like I just yeah. love that. I yeah, everybody has a, has a certain role. Miss Piggy's the diva before there really was a word for it like yeah. that. Oh, completely. She and was very much the first. Yeah, I've ever heard of. Scooter's a gopher. He's on the show like a <laughs> yeah. like a production assistant. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Gonzo's a stunt guy. Like it's it's great though because you take any of those characters. It's like any good movie or TV show. If you take a group of interesting characters who are interesting on their own and put them in any combination, it's funny. I do have to agree though with. Jason Siegel's sentiment when he was being interviewed, obviously heavily around the release of the most recent movie, where he said he felt like the Muppets were a comedic gateway to something like Saturday Night Live or Monty Python, because it absolutely is. It's essentially sketch comedy or improv comedy and a variety show, which is like Saturday Night Live and like, to a degree, Monty Python. Yeah, it makes sense where if you're a kid, and I, I definitely feel like it had an influence on me and my sense of humor when I watch things like that, where it's the everybody's got real snappy dialogue and the way just the people interact with each other, the characters interact with each other and that too. It's like, I I really feel like it just, it Marx brothers, it uh, gets kids prepared for stuff like that Yeah, for something like Saturday night live, something like Monty Python. It makes perfect sense to me. And it sticks with them too. Oh, easily. Clearly grow up loving (laughs) the Muppets. Yeah. Not just you. I mean, there's probably millions of people like you across the world that are, your age. Oh, totally. Who love it. Or people older than you. Yeah. And the first movie, incidentally, I saw in the theater was Follow That Bird. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that had a lot to do with it, too. But, yeah, the big uh, leap also for me was uh, we actually got our first VCR when we moved to Lakewood. So I was five. At that point, there was, I mean, we had a, a couple of channels. We didn't have cable or anything like that. But on the weekends, they would run stuff like the first three Muppet movies, the Muppet movie uh, the Great Muppet Caper and the Muppets Take Manhattan. So, with the advent of the recordable VHS tape, you we're able to record the first three Muppet movies, and I watch them endlessly and love them. And frankly, could probably recite each one of them Is to it, you. Did Rainbow Connection come from the tape? Muppet movie, the first one? The first one, yes. Okay, I thought that was in Manhattan. No. no, no, that was uh, Together Again. Yeah, that was uh, because that was a Broadway musical thing, oh, okay. which was funny. That was where. To, to jump ahead a little bit, like I always feel like the the Muppet movies had an awesome balance of being kind of like funny musicals because they weren't completely musicals. Even even the new movie, like they have songs in them, have, it's a Disney, but it's still it's basically very now. oh yeah. Well, I, I mean it has to be, but it, rightfully so. I think they certainly fit in. I don't think it's a, it's a bizarre choice for Disney to buy no, the Muppets. But the songs I feel like are an integral part of what the Muppet Show was and what the movies are, which is why I felt like I don't know if anybody else here has seen uh, Muppets from Space. 
the I'm last sure I have. theatrical movie that was out prior to uh, the Muppets. Well, before, more than I, more years than I can remember. Okay, yeah, like the the problem I feel like we're all of them that have been so long ago, except for Muppet Treasure Island because they've been playing that on HBO. Yes, been played a lot. Frequently. Yeah. yeah, I saw yeah. that. In the How was too. that? It was all right. It, you know, it's your Muppet uh, movie. What do you expect? Yeah. Well, no, let down. I'll get to my opinion of that in a minute. <laughs> but, uh, well, as as a general rule for for the Muppets, and this is kind of where it, it kind of ties into what I'm about to say, which is. I feel like what let Muppets from Space down is that the soundtrack was like this bizarre 70s funk soundtrack, and <laughs> the characters themselves weren't singing, but what can you expect from the guy who eventually made the album, the Chipmunks movie? Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I, that, I felt like, was really, really weird. I mean, they all sing Celebrate Good Times at the end of the Aliens. <laughs> but I thought that was a, a little weird. But I feel like the Muppets doing songs just makes sense. It just kind of, it's, it's part of that brand. So after the first three, were there any other movies that followed? I know my, one of my first experiences with Muppets is the Muppet Family Christmas. Oh, I fucking love and, the Muppet uh, Family I Christmas. I watched oh that my God. year round when I was a kid because I loved it that much. Oh, me too. It was on the same VHS tape for me as the How to Grinch Stole Christmas. And I think because my sisters recorded it, the Cabbage Patch Kids Christmas. So I watched all <laughs> three of them. Cabbage Patch Kids Christmas? Yes. I did not know that existed. Dude, everything. Of course. Had everything had a Christmas special. The biggest toy special. in the 80s, of course, is going to have That's a That's true. Well, yeah, that makes Hulk sense. The Hulk had a Christmas. Really? I just, I was flipping through the TV and there's the Hulk dressed up like Santa. <laughs> Wait, I'm like, what the hell is like that? Christmas. That's bizarre. Like, like or Hulk Hogan, because Jack's Hogan. way into that. I'm sorry, Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's <laughs> not that's like wrong character. Hulk. Yeah. Hulk Hogan was in Muppets from Space. He was Hollywood Hogan at the time, though. Did I say he was playing the a bad Hulk? guy because he's now a bad guy? Yeah, you said the Hulk. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm but sorry. I don't know. You don't need to explain, Jack. It's okay. That's coming up soon enough. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, you can talk about that in a couple wait. weeks. <laughs> yeah, they'll wait. All right. See, my biggest Muppet movie was uh, A Christmas Carol, their version. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was, that was the first post Jim Henson project. Was it really? Yes, that was the first. That was kind of, they were kind of in the middle of wasn't that getting Michael the ball rolling on that? Yes. Yeah. That's perfect. the first time I knew Michael Caine yeah. in anything. Yeah, I agree. And that I, was an I, awesome adaptation, too. It was. And have the narration by, see, I want to say Grover now, though, thanks to you, Gonzo I'm sorry. <laughs> and Rizzo. <laughs> uh, kind of guiding the story is great. So. I don't think I'd ever, I don't think my parents had ever seen it, and I watched it with them this past Christmas, and of course they loved it. I don't oh, know yeah. if we'd seen it until recently. But it, the Muppets and Christmas are such a perfect marriage. Yes. Everything. They had loads of Christmas stuff, and it was... It's all awesome. They I had think. a big Sesame Street Christmas one too, where like, uh, what is it? Uh, Ernie gets his wish, or Elmo gets his wish. Something they, like I know that. they did an Elmo one. Mm-hmm. They did Elmo everything. Elmo's the only Muppet character I can't stand. <laughs> only like, because the uh, '90s scarred me have, when it came to yeah, Elmo because he was to, everywhere. You have to give Kevin Kevin Clash Kevin right? Clash credit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, he's he's been in it since. Oh yeah. Eight the eighties. Yeah, he yeah. did, and like even like he and was he literally given Elmo, and it was like, all right, give this a voice. Yeah, and Elmo like, did look something like with that it. at first. Elmo looked like something different, and then he was one of the puppeteers in Labyrinth. Yes, he was. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, he's he been with the Muppet one of those camp, fire, the Henson uh, camp yeah. forever. I saw the whole thing on Netflix. I think he was with the Ninja Turtles movies also because yes, they were good. part of the production of those films. Also, Jim Henson's company. Yeah, Jim Henson's company, I believe, built the suits for the Ninja Turtle. They did movie. Yeah, they they built those. They built everything for Dark. Dark Crystal, Labyrinth. Yeah. Um, well, those are Jim. Those are Jim Henson Company movies. I know they were drafted, obviously, to do uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall too. They did the puppets for that, I believe. But it's kind of how Jason Segel got his foot in the door. Because I'm aware of it. 
<laughs> even if I okay, didn't see that, right. even if I didn't even see that section of the movie, so what? Yeah, on the DVD of Forgetting Sarah Marshall, that's where kind of the idea for Jason Siegel's head. He was starting to generate the ideas for a Muppet movie. I think in the commentary, one of the documentaries. So at that time, it was pretty awesome to get that idea of going, "Wow, the Muppets are going to come back. This is really cool. Somebody's actually appreciating this, and it's coming from oh, a yeah. fan too." And it had I been, loved it even it more. It had been in the pipeline for years. I mean, I know I remember talking to you guys about it. Like four years ago, well, definitely Andrew and, and Ryan, because Disney has been trying to find a platform for the Muppets for years. Not, well, yeah, not sure how to relaunch what, them to the public. Was originally, like Gonzo spent all the money. It was going to yeah, the cheapest Muppet movie ever made. That was rumored, and I was so excited because it was they were going to make a new movie. Gonzo blows the whole budget on the opening credits, so they end up making a, a movie like with the same background, same set, and all that. And I was yeah. like, that's hilarious. It is. I thought the concept was awesome. But I don't know if that was a script Frank Oz was involved in because I know his whatever script or idea he had for Got trash, the Muppet right? movie was well it was dropped kind of at the eleventh hour and they went with the Jason Siegel one instead. Oh, okay. And well, I'm told I didn't there are a lot of people this. who weren't happy about that. Oh, you didn't know that? No. So wait, what happened? So the movie we watched, the, yes. the most was eleventh hour movie. change. Was the last minute? Yeah, change. it was. Well, not like literally last minute, but it was like before it was about to go into production on whatever. This is from what I've heard. This is not fact, and obviously I have no inside. So knowledge you're saying of what that goes the, the Frank Oz's Frank Oz's I- idea, idea, or it was a script, or whatever it was, whatever he was pushing for as being the the project that would relaunch the Muppets was you, dropped by Disney, kind of at the eleventh hour, like when they were getting close to. to do you have any idea production. what that was, or was it what you were? Just I don't know. I don't know if that was the cheapest Muppet movie ever made or not. I mean, the internet's loaded with facts and and misinformation so who knows what what is true How but many scripts are being floating around in Hollywood yeah of course that. i mean I've, i feel like i mean we'll get up because all of us have seen the the muppets movie uh recently the, the new movie yes uh we've all watched it within the last week so we'll, we'll kind of get to that and everything it means but did anybody watch because this excited me massively when i was a kid too i think it started in 88 uh the jim henson hour anybody remember that yes, it was I, another prime time show i'm sure i did watch that no. yeah it was the first half hour was all Muppets in a studio. It was a new studio with where Kermit's kind of running a show. There were a few new characters introduced, but it was still like Fozzie was there and Gonzo yeah, was there and all that. And uh, the second half hour were uh, Jim Henson's, oh, what was it, The Storyteller, which were these awesome, like, obviously half hour stories were like, well, let's say 20 oh, minutes, this. where it was kind of like um, fiction stories or, or tall tales. Or whatever it was. Were there still yes. puppets involved? Yes. Yeah. Like they're actually for anyone who's listening, for you guys too, they're on Netflix. You can watch Jim Henson's Storyteller, and then there's another one, Storyteller's Greek Myths, which I know Andrew and his wife are going to watch because Gandalf hosts the show. Really? So yeah. Oh, that's gonna be interesting. <laughs> Real name Ian <laughs> <and> McKellen. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, Greek myths with Muppets. Yes. This is gonna be fucking awesome. Fuck. Well, it's not one. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, not the not the Muppets themselves, but it's a Jim Henson Company yeah, production the, with yes. with the outfits and yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. Still, all that, that stuff. Alone, I'll watch it just for that. Greek Greek mythology is I love that stuff. Yeah, and it was. Always, they did like six episodes of it, and then care. the storyteller did like twelve. Oh, I know what I'm saying. The Jim Henson Hour, though. That was I want to say eighty eight, eighty nine. I believe it was still in production when he died. Into which the even 90s, that day, I remember it was on until like nineteen ninety three because I would watch it. it was on Sunday nights at Nickelodeon. See, I no, I think I, you're thinking of Muppets Tonight. There's some one-hour special they, that was they, on Sundays. On that they did, yeah, Muppets Tonight was was on the Disney Channel, funnily enough, and that happened after sometime after his death. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what time frame that was on. But those I defined online because those are obviously, I don't know, hopefully they'll come out eventually. I'm still waiting for seasons four, five, and six of the Muppet Show, but I would hope those come out on DVD because those are popping up online and there are clips you can find online. I mean, it's Disney, so I'm sure they get pulled down with some frequency, but... 
you can find ill-gotten copies of them online <laughs> and acquire them yourself. But even that was like that was a step in the right direction where it was all right. The Muppets get a variety show and they have celebrity guests on like that. I remember seeing Sandra Bullock and she did Menomina and all that back in the day. I mean, I thought that stuff was hysterical. That's yeah, why I on Arsenio Hall. Yeah, that was great. That was Jim Henson's last interview. And if anyone hasn't seen that, go to YouTube and look up Arsenio Hall, Jim Henson. It was the interview like a couple days before he died, and he looked healthy. I remember showing it to you. Yeah, well, I think it was also in. Um Oh, do being they do Elmo. it on Being Elmo, which yeah, I need to because Kevin Clash, yeah, thing, but popped up the on it. Snippets of it, you know, because he's got the he's got obviously Kermit next to him, and he's got that other character, like the dreadlocked purple character. Yeah, I Clifford. Saw that. Clifford, that's yeah. what it is. His name's Clifford. Yeah, that's that's uh, Kevin Clash. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Clash did a, a bunch of voices. Yeah, well, all of them do a bunch of voices. Of course. Obviously. Well, obviously, yeah, they all do. Yeah. But yeah, Clifford, who was introduced on um, the Jim Henson Hour, was he for the first half? Yeah, that was the first time Clifford kind of popped up. Okay. Was he part of like uh, Lecture Mayhem or a band or something? Or he's just... no, he was like a staff member. I guess you'd call him. He was one okay. of the team on on the Jim Henson Hour. I, I don't know if they named the first half anything in particular. I know the second half was the storyteller, what but was I don't that, remember the first half. Uh, Jim Henson movie with the dogs. Dog City. Dog City. Oh, my yeah, God. that was fucking hilarious. I don't know what that That's is. That's another one, I folks. Go to so Netflix lost. and watch Dog City. Chris it's... made me watch this on Netflix, mm-hmm. but I never, for good I, reason. I, I never seen it before. <laughs> never seen it before until what, like a couple months. Yeah, ago. that was one that was the second half of the Jim Henson Hour. Oh, was it? Yeah, or I'm sorry, no. Instead of that, like that was in place of it. Is like this week instead of like the full on regular show we do, we're going to present you a film. Dog City, and it's basically like a gangster film, like it's set up like a gangster film from the 20s or 30s. Oh wow. Entire cast of dogs, and it's just it's hysterical. All the cheesy gags, and there were some. I remember they had behind the scenes footage of it, um, kind of in the beginning of the show, where they show like all the dogs, like the the stunt costumes. Again, clips on YouTube, mm-hmm. but uh, you can <laughs> all, all the stunts that were being done with dogs, especially cats in dog costumes. Oh my god! So they kept so abusing funny. the crap out of the cats. <laughs> it was so funny. That's so clever. But the Dog City special stuff, yeah, it's on, it's on DVD. It's um it's on Netflix. As of now, I mean, that stuff rotates pretty frequently, um, as well as, and I remember, <laughs> this is also an awesome uh, introduction to Bill Cosby for me. They did a 20th anniversary, I guess it would have been the Muppets. It was um, called Sesame Street, 20 Years and Counting. I'm sorry, Sesame Street, not the Muppets. And uh, Bill Cosby hosted it. It was like a like an hour-long special, so let's say 45 minutes, where they go through everything, and, and Kermit does interviews frog on the street news and all that i know i showed it to andrew because yeah, well, my bill all, cosby we all, impression we had a viewing party here did right? we watch it yeah. okay i forget I, I know i watched it here and i probably made him and veronica watch it too i think we watched that in dog city in the same night but you could find that as well on on netflix and on dvd but like the primetime specials were awesome like jack said him up at christmas carol uh they did the john denver uh special with him it was um rocky mountain holiday which isn't a christmas thing but they kind of go saying the rocky mountains and uh-huh. They did a Christmas album with John Denver. Oh, <laughs> my other favorite Christmas thing, uh, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. I, oh, my, I love I Emmett love Otter. I love that. Who? That is so awesome. Emmett, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas? You Emmett? never saw that? It really no. is the cutest thing ever made. It, it pretty is much so is. M and Otter's. Emmett no, Otter. Emmett Otter. Emmett like, Otter. Like Dr. Emmett, Emmett Brown. Okay. Same name, <laughs> except Emmett Otter, Otter instead of Brown. Yeah. I've never. Nope. You've never seen it. Nope. Never okay. heard of it. It's the cutest thing well, ever made. It really is. <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's all on there. All the stuff that isn't owned by Disney is pretty much like on any Netflix. Jim Henson production company uh, stuff. Yeah, is on Netflix pretty much. So, which is awesome because people get to watch it. Yeah. Well, did, obviously. Did you guys watch Fraggle Rock? Oh, I yes, did. I did. I used to watch it in the afternoon too, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I, I do. That uh, was so much fun. The, 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 Little McDonald's toys here. Uh, she be uh, Fraggle Rock. 
Or they were in little cars. Like I, love yeah. and I love those. I love those. Tomato. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember I, that. I had all of them. I loved it. <laughs> they were cool. Didn't yeah, they have like awesome. McDo- weren't they like the McDonald's toys? Like, yeah, the little McDonald's ones. Yeah, to get a happy awesome. meal. Yeah. I had them, and I remember I had a Sesame Street playset with. Uh, it was a fold-out playset where it was this the street, and it had um, a little figurines of Bert, Ernie, Big Bird, and everything. I played with that for years when I was little. I loved it. I had a uh, Sesame Street train set where the the ra- um, the tracks were letters of the alphabet, and you could put it together in any I way had that you wanted. Too. Oh really? My God. The little train had like Big Bird, and I don't know, maybe two I other guess Bird and Ernie and Grover and all. Yeah, that. and like it would just go on the track, and they would snap into place, and your fingers would really hurt if they got pinched in between them. But it was such a <laughs> it was That's such awesome, a cute though. little toy for, yeah. for kids. That is so cool. I just love how with everything, like the education with it, it's just so cute. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. Everything they did for Sesame Street was so much based in education. And, and I mean, they had teachers and all that on staff and, yeah. and people who'd been educators for years. And even something serious as death, too. When um, when Mr. Hooper died. Yes. That was, yeah. Uh, that broke ground. Especially yeah, because... children's show. Yeah, because they addressed that, like, Mr. Hooper died. They didn't get another actor to replace him. No, there is no more Mr. Hooper. Yeah. He is not with us anymore. No. Yeah. And that was actually Bob from Sesame Street, Bob McGrath. One of his favorite moments on Sesame Street in his about 40 years he was on the show. Saying that Mr. Hooper's death, because that was such an important thing to explain to kids about death and... At the same yeah. time, why would you want to replace somebody like that? Like kids are obviously smart enough to know it's not the same. Yeah, you, yeah. you got to go, go out. It's like yeah, you're teaching kids numbers and letters and shit like that. But but life, you can't. You have yeah. To, yeah, you have to learn about life because unfortunately, well, wasn't something that tragic one of the big happens. things? Uh, maybe a couple years ago, like they introduced a Muppet with AIDS. You know, that's what's really so great about I don't Sesame know, Street actually. because I, I'll, I'll I thought you. they did. That's a kind of a grown up disease though, since it's. I mean, I realize it could be you can get blood transfusions and all that, but, yeah, but because it's, it's primarily trans- a sexually transmitted disease, I don't know. I feel like I, think I, think they I could be wrong. I think feel free to email in. Yeah, right. I think it came. Ac- it wasn't a American Muppet. I believe it was more of a South African African Muppet. Muppet. Not <laughs> meaning like he was black or something, but like what Sesame is- Street's in like forty countries. Yeah, or something and like one that. of them so is one of Africa. Them- Okay. And I think that's where they introduced it because it's AIDS is rampant over there. Well, yeah, and it doesn't even matter. Well, the, and yeah, kids are born with it. It's part of the norm. Exactly. Culturally, yeah, it doesn't have the stigma it, it, that, there that it has here. Yeah, so. because over here it's pretty much only not only but no, the high but the majority primarily sexually primarily sexually sexually transmitted. Yes. And was yeah. it real that they had? I know I've asked you this before about Bert and Ernie. One of them was going to die. Bert was going to yeah, die. Yeah, Bert got leukemia or something. Yes. I'd heard yeah. about Whoa. that years ago yeah, and that they were killing Bert because of I the people getting mad about... I told my mother that immediately wept. Wait, yeah. they wanted to kill him so that he wouldn't be gay? Well, be- that because was... Because it. So <laughs> yeah. yes. that's PC. Wow. No, they, what I had heard they put him on the that stake and they burned him. Yeah, I heard. They're not going to give you the chance. And this, uh, brow. this obviously... Sorry, Bert. <laughs> got to burn your life. <laughs> Wow, Jack, look at you. Make it with the impressions. I like it. Um, Why aren't we all talking in silly voices right now? <laughs> we should be talking in character voices. I totally voices, would we? do that. No one would listen to it, though, for Why? a whole hour. Why? It would be so fun. Because we'd just make, be making up characters. We are characters in and of ourselves. Damn it. <laughs> you, wow, you could talk in character if you want. You can talk as Yoshi for the rest of the hour if you want. <laughs> that was hilarious. That was I don't awesome. mind. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We won't make you do it, yeah. <laughs> but What do you mean make? I do it all the time. It's just for fun. All right. It's just who I am. What uh, what happened was I had heard because of and again internet. So who the, who knows what, if this is based in reality or not? But because of the pressure of parents saying with Bert and Ernie being gay and all that, one of the 
potential directions they could address that problem before instead of saying, oh, Bert and Ernie are gay or, or turning that into an actual topic for the show was to introduce kids to Lucia. Bert gets leukemia and loses the little tuft of hair on his head and then eventually dies. Oh, my God. Yeah, which is tragic. It's horrible. Yeah, that's that horrible. That I like mean, I realize off. that's reality. I realize it I happens mean, how many times had it, in the real world. the show where he lost that piece of hair through something, through, through some Ernie, mishap. Yeah, through <laughs> Ernie, Ernie fucking around. Yeah. Something like that. You know, but now all of a sudden they're going to turn around and have it where he loses it. He and gets guess leukemia. What? Come back. Yeah, that. And when I heard that, I was like, ah. Oh. Which is one way to teach somebody about that, but I just think that's going too far. You know, it was more annoying if they the wanted to quash the gay rumors. That's yeah, more annoying yeah. to me about it. Which is if they want to do as a lesson, that's fine. Or have have a character move into town who has it. And they yeah. need to understand it, not a beloved character. Yeah, yeah. Get, <laughs> like, develop leukemia. Or give them a little girlfriend. Let them go out on a date. Get, let them go out on a double date. That would be so cute. It's not a soap yeah, there you go. Kids education. All right. Show. Well, I'm just saying you don't have to yeah. kill birds. Okay, you create. If you want to create characters, then fine. You create a female character, and you'd be like, "Hey, listen, Disney, I want to put yeah, this on." Oh, I'm sorry. So Disney doesn't own Sesame Street. I'm sorry. I should have clarified. They own the Muppets. They don't own Sesame Street. You don't have to give me ideas because I'm not going to do it. All right. <laughs> Only because I brought it up. You'll do it on your own next week. You'll, just, you'll be in the office of Sesame Street. Like, hey, listen. <laughs> I got a few ideas. I'd like to speak to Gordon and Louise, please. <laughs> Listen, I got Gordon someone who wants Louise. to move in. Which one of you handles the realty on Sesame Street? <laughs> <laughs> it took me a minute to wait. Wait a second. Gordon I know. Louise. And they're not on the show anymore. I 2009, know. all those people uh, left the show. I, yeah. I don't know if they weren't renewed or if they collectively decide to leave together. They couldn't I couldn't stand know. Elmo anymore. Oh, fuck Elmo. I'm so sorry. I, I know. And b- bizarrely, that's Ricky Gervais' favorite character. He loves Elmo. And... When he was on Sesame Why? Street, he I believe the clip he was in, the bit he was in was he was with Elmo. Yeah, I saw. I don't know. I can't stand Elmo because the '90s just scarred me for all that thing. As much as I want to see the Being Elmo documentary, which I know you're gonna love it. Yeah, Andrew no, and Natalie sure, did watch. Sure. I was giving him a live update while I was watching. Yeah, it. I'm getting like live texting from Andrew, <laughs> text commentary about it's very, what's going very on. Cool. Yeah, He's Andrew's getting a bit emotional man. too. It did. I definitely, yeah. I definitely, funeral. Yeah. I, that really, and, I shed you know, a tear. They, they all came out. You know, Scooter was out there, like the guys from the Muppet Show. Yeah, were yeah. Out there, and they were singing. I think one they were singing by Rainbow one. Connection. I could see that. But it's like, I mean, when I was in middle school, well, do you want to even consider it middle school? I mean, I, I would consider elementary school because it was just one big school for me. I had to do a report on someone famous, someone I thought influenced me so i chose jim henson and i didn't realize he was dead when i did this report i really? thought he was still kermit oh. and then all of a sudden i read this book and it's like yeah he died of pneumonia i'm like what the fuck i remember <laughs> hearing, i think that was the first experience i heard about hearing somebody dying when i was really little i heard that jim henson time like well, what do you mean he died and my yeah. mom was really upset she's like you would have been passed like away four four and a half five. turning five yeah because I, I was nine i was like and i cried i remember that i was broke I was him a, and sammy davis jr i think within a day or something so that was a both were all over the news, but Jim Henson, I was like, I was ripped apart as a kid, just like, now what? Yeah, because I was like, what's going to happen to Sesame Street and the Muppets? Of course. I was lost. My mom was really upset, and I just didn't know how to process it. Like, what do you mean yeah, you're, they passed you're away? You don't, yeah, exactly. What do you what mean happened? dead? He's, oh, he means just went not to sleep. here anymore. That's all you heard, really? It, really, that's it. I had no idea how to process you know that, so that was the first thing I ever heard of death, unfortunately, was Jim Henson. And the worst, yeah. part, the worst part about that is like the fact that he died of pneumonia was like right after I had pneumonia. Oh really? Yeah, this is because oh. like I I think I've said it in one of the other shows I had pneumonia like two or three times already, and 
I like just got over it and you know, oh I gotta do this report. So I'm like, oh Jim Henson, blah 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 and then I learned that he died of pneumonia. I'm like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> I had a disease so or sickness that killed that killed the hero Kermit. Of mine. <laughs> it killed Kermit, yeah. essentially. And that was another thing going to the, the Elmo documentary. Yes. Now I'd never heard Jim Henson speak, obviously. I didn't realize how much Jim Henson actually sounds like Kermit. Yeah, yeah, he does. It was like, amazing. It's like he didn't even have to change his voice oh, hey. at all. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I was like, holy shit! Like maybe he had to warp it a little bit. Yeah. And that's the same thing with like Frank Oz. I didn't know he did Miss Piggy up until recently. Miss Piggy, Grover, and such like that. Like, Yoda. I, I know. I was waiting for that, Jack. <laughs> I knew he did Yoda. Jesus. But like Miss Piggy, and then obviously all the movies or any TV shows or anything up to past 2009, Frank Oz isn't doing it anymore. So he wasn't in this movie. The, the movie that the Muppet movie that just came out. It was someone else doing Miss Piggy. Do you hear a difference? No. Yes. Do you? I do. Well, I'm sure you. Okay, we could skip ahead to the new movie because I will say, as as far as summing up, let's say uh, the later part of the '90s and then the last ten years or so of Muppets, first ten years of the 21st century, the 2000s. I don't know what the hell. What are we supposed to call those? I don't know. The new millennium. <laughs> the new millennium. Sure. The summing up the, the new millennium the Muppets. Zeros. Uh, I feel like. There were a few kind of missteps, or the ideas were good. Like, I thought when I heard there was going to be a Muppet Wizard of Oz TV special, I was like, oh, cool, Muppet Wizard of Oz. But the problem is, the main character is human, which I always feel like is a problem. Where, like, well, you don't, and same thing with Muppet Treasure Island. Like, the main character is. a little boy. Yeah, yeah. the little boy, and it's not a Muppet. Like, I feel like any times, anytime the main characters are not Muppets. Who played Dorothy? Ashanti. Uh, what? Yeah, see what I why, mean? Why yeah. wasn't what a, it Miss Piggy? Was exactly. she was she the wicked witch? Uh that's did, a good I don't remember. I only watched it once and it was Whitney years Houston ago, I gotta tell also? you. Whitney Houston was the very guy, the uh really? good witch, wasn't she? I uh, dude, I don't remember. I seriously haven't watched it in like eight years. Like I, I knew it was on TV, I missed it, but I maybe bought the D V D when it came like out, I watched it the once. The Michael Jackson and, Wizard of Oz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the Wiz. Was, Oz, yeah, maybe it was the Wiz with the Muppets. No, Oz is a different show. (laughs) The Muppets better not be doing that. Robot Chicken would do that. Yeah, they would. (laughs) They did. They had the Wizard of Oz characters in in Oz. In Oz, yeah. Scarecrow got stabbed. Should have known. Yeah, his straw came out. Yes, I remember that. Of (laughs) course. Oh wow. No, Robot Chicken did the uh, behind the music for Electric Mayhem. They did do that. Okay. Here I am thinking I came up with that and earlier. And the Muppet Babies. When and they, they did the Muppet Babies where they kill uh, Skeeter. Yeah. And that's why you only ever saw Skeeter in the Muppet Babies because they killed her when she was a baby. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, wondering drown, what happened to her. Scooter drowned Skeeter, Scooter drowned, one of the yeah, characters. Oh, they all, Shit, they all did, yeah. <laughs> I love that And they show. swore to keep it a secret. And it's like I know she was coming, last summer. Yeah, she was coming back and killing all the Muppets. It was hilarious. <laughs> But I like that the Muppets are alive, even in something like Robot Chicken. Uh, but for something you know like Seth that, Seth Green was a fan. Of course, you know, absolutely. Seth Green was a fan of everything. He was a. Fan <laughs> he seems of to be a fan of everything, or everyone involved, cumulatively, they're fans of everything, kind of like all of us are. But I feel like things like that were like stop motion. <laughs> the ideas were good, but I just felt like they were kind of missteps. Like Muppet Wizard of Oz as an idea sounds awesome, but you make a Shanti Dorothy, and it's like, are you kidding? <laughs> I just thought that was such Shanti. a weird thing. Like I said, the singing with Muppets from Space, well, Ja Rule, pop star. Oh, yeah, God. it was her and Ja Rule did every song together back in the day. But there was that. Like I said, Muppets from Space, I feel like was kind of a misstep. Like it was entertaining, it was a good idea, but like the seventies funk soundtrack was just so bizarre, and <laughs> I felt like so out of place. Like the idea was good, the movie was funny, but and Hollywood an Hogan's in it. It didn't have an audience anymore, though. No, that well, way. it wasn't in, really. In 1999, nobody cared. Yeah, it, about did, it didn't even crack 20 million in the U.S., which means Jack didn't see it. But no, I didn't. aside from that, uh, I was too busy um, watching Phantom Menace twice but, in the theater. Yeah, I bet. 
Hollywood Hogan's in it, though, so you're going to go home and yeah, watch it. You're getting that on Blu-ray now. now. Mm-hmm. Um, what movie came before this Mupp- this new Muppets movie? That was the last theatrical movie. It was Muppets from Space in 99. Wow. Yeah. It which has is been why, a long time since they've been around. Well, they, they've been doing little things, but they didn't know, know kind of how to relaunch them. Like the um, Muppets Wizard of Oz was like an ABC, yeah, Disney, uh, an ABC. Uh, so, yeah, it was like an ABC primetime special for one hour. Uh, a couple of years ago, they did uh, Muppets Letters to Santa, which was a, a Christmas special, they which did, was a good idea. They did the unstrung thing, which was off Broadway. And yeah, was but that wasn't like a tears. sanctioned. <laughs> was, well, Disney wasn't like, "Hey, go see Unstrung." Yeah, right. Exactly. They were don't trying bring, to get don't go see audience. don't go see Pirates of the Caribbean. Disclaimer: Don't bring your don't bring your children. These are friendly don't Muppets. Bring your children. Yeah, this is an adult show. Uh, but little things like that they tried to do. Uh, incidentally, Muppets Letters uh, to Santa is what kind of directly inspired our first kind of short film, Arrest Mary Gentleman. Because there was a scene when, and this, this will be in the eventually released commentary track for that uh, film of ours, but there's a scene where uh, the Muppets get pulled in by Nathan Lane, who's playing an airport security agent. And I was Lane. like, that's so funny. <laughs> I was like, it'd be funny to travel with the guys get pulled in by airport security and get harassed. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of after seeing that was when I th- the thought occurred to me that we could do that. So if you haven't seen Arrest Mary Gentleman, go to our Facebook page and watch it. But anyway. Over and over again. Yeah, <laughs> and share it. No, um, so there were kind of a bunch of missteps, and they really didn't know how they were going to relaunch the Muppets, and eventually Frank Oz was involved and wanted to be. He's, I mean, he's been working with Jim Henson since they started, years. since they were doing like, yeah. Yeah, like Ed Sullivan and all that. I think they were, they were working together. He, yeah, he was like the number two guy, besides, yeah. besides the one guy who, did, who made the costumes. I can't remember. He looked like fucking Santa Claus. Do you, Natalie seeing who, being Carol there, Spinney? Nope. No, I not Carol know. Spinney. But you know who I'm talking about. Nope. If you see the Elmo documentary, it's the guy that Kevin Clash goes to to get ideas oh, on yes. how to make <laughs> how to make his his puppets. This guy looks like yeah. fucking Santa Claus. Yeah, he does. <laughs> ZZ Top beard and all. I was like, and wow, just awesome. Can't That's scary. What this guy's name is? He's a Muppet. He is a Muppet. Is he? A mu- he looks like a Muppet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they eventually made one based on him. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it was one of those guys from the uh, the country band on uh, the Muppet Show. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. The little, little like a yeah, the, the hillbilly the, band. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that kind of brings us up to date in as much as uh, the new movie eventually came out. Everyone's aware of it. Thankfully, it was a hit because I was so nervous, too, because that opened a couple of days after Happy Feet 2. And I'm like, are people going to go see that and just oh, be God. like, oh, we're taking our kids to see this instead of, you know, fuck the Muppets. Oh, my God. But fuck thankfully, that. Happy Feet no. 2 went down in flames. <laughs> no, not, not that. It opened with Hugo also, which didn't do that, which didn't fare well. Initially, initially at the box initially. office, but the, Muppets, but the Muppets had staying power too. I mean, eventually it made ninety million in the U.S. Unfortunately, it's up against Breaking Dawn Part One, which I think yeah. was number one that weekend. I mean, I don't know how much crossover there would have been yeah, between the two those. movies. No, there wouldn't. Have been. I don't There's think you would have had the same offense. people going yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people are going to take their kids to see the Muppets, and people like me, you're going to be like, let's all go see the Muppets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and make fun of the kids going to see Twilight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's any, we that do. seems fair. Any day of the year, <laughs> throw onions and garlic at those motherfuckers. Yeah. Cry over boys. this. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you people. It's not real. <laughs> get rid of that spotlight. They sparkle. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I didn't Lost get a chance boys, to see it in the Lost theaters. Well, Muppets? Yeah, yeah well, I didn't we, get to see the movie, so it was really but nice. You, but you've that, seen it. Yes. You all have Chris seen it. Chris and Jack came over. Yeah, we and did. And it was our first hangout of watching. We watched the Muppets on Blu-ray. I just bought a Blu-ray player. 
not that afternoon. That, that <laughs> afternoon, right after work, I was like, I gotta so get you this broke blue it with the Muppets? Good. Well, well, actually, well, no, I no. broke it in with the uh, Disney uh, with uh, Disney's Tangled because um, it's not that bad actually though. Tangled is an tangled. excellent, yeah. excellent movie, and um, in what high death, it just makes a huge difference. So when when Chris said he was bringing it, I was really excited because I hadn't seen the Muppets movie, and it looked beautiful. No, it was. The colors were so vibrant. I mean, the, oh, yes. the puppets, like everything. Yeah, the colors they chose, like the 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 god damn it pastels. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like the, the suit that he that, that he has on the cover and everything, the, the blues and the, the green. Oh suit. yeah, very it just, pops a lot. Oh, it does. It totally yeah. does. In, in high def, it was a beautiful movie to watch. Like it was just, it was really. It nice. looked yeah, yes. it looked great in HD and it looked great in the theater too. And thank Christ it wasn't in 3D because that would have put me over the friggin' edge. I thought it was presented in 3D. No, it well, wasn't. It's the only Disney movie that now, hasn't been. Yeah, that hasn't been 3D in the last four years. I don't think it needs it. I really, it really no, don't. it didn't. Not at all. Not, not a lot of movies need. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> true. A, actually, a not a lot of them. of them do. I do love the setup though. We went to the theater. We all took pictures at the bench. Yes, <laughs> they had a prop there that was um, a, well, it was kind of like an ad. It was a big ass cardboard. It looked like a room, like a loft almost, and all the Muppets are kind of around there, and then there was a part that folded out like a regular bench, and you could sit on the bench, so it looked like you were sitting in the room with the Muppets. Nice. And we all took pictures sitting on the bench, because we're lame. No, it was awesome, though. <laughs> oh, it was very cool awesome. that they did that. Yeah, because we're awesome. i see it. Oh, okay, really we have cute. pictures. I'm sure they're online cool. somewhere, floating around. But are, are you guys, I'm sure I have the, the majority of opinions uh, more than anybody else in the room, so why don't you guys go ahead with what you thought about the new movie and what it meant as far as... The Muppets being relaunched into the public. The movie was adorable. I laughed out loud so oh, yeah. hard at so there many several parts. Several times when you were, and when you guys left, I was still like saying a few of the lines just, just to back. my sister. We're just brushing our teeth, and I'm like, I ever heard of mouthwash? And it was just <laughs> appropriate. Now I know I'll be quoting that for the rest of my life. Although <laughs> I, I gotta say, I was so upset with Kermit. Throughout the entire movie, what a downer! Kermit. <laughs> he wasn't. I don't. I disagree. I mean, uh, there was more emotion out of him because I guess he had everything He's on his broken. shoulders to try to get this all back. And I can. It, it tugged on my heartstrings a little bit. Be like, wow, this really means something. This whole thing has isn't for nothing. It's, He's trying to make this work, and it was a beautiful thing. It, it really drew out the emotion of the film. I also didn't really care for the design of the main character. Was his name Wally? Walter. Walter. I I hated I that Walter. puppet. I, I just Walter. feel like he was just a little too small, and he, he needed he needed a nose so bad. Even if it was just a small <laughs> triangle, it was the same same color as his skin. He just needed Maybe. something. I just thought he looked stupid, and it was really hard for me to buy that him. And uh, his brother, who, who who played Jason Siegel, Jason Siegel, yeah, I, it's just really hard for me to believe that they were supposed well, to be brothers. And that's also because I have a really hard time. Well, that's a, because that's a joke. he's a puppet, right? It well, is a joke. It is, it is yeah. a joke. <laughs> but you know, it's you had to have known it, that it was, going in. Like, wait a minute, for me he doesn't look like Jason Siegel at all. What's wrong with that kid? <laughs> <laughs> Why is he growing? Is he like an imaginary brother? No, he just. <laughs> How did Ryan get in this movie? I don't know. <laughs> oh fuck you! Now, now Amy Adams. Okay, this isn't. You know, I really, I should really. No, I know you were. You were vocal. I was very vocal about Amy Adams during the movie. No offense to her, because I do like her in most things she does. But she just, I didn't really care for her in this role. I thought she didn't look so good, and she doesn't have to be perfect. But I don't know. The Muppets are just so amazing looking, and then you see this real person who just doesn't look as great. Plain. She She didn't really stand out. Plain. Yes, she just didn't stand out. At least Jason Segel had. Really nice costuming throughout the movie. I just didn't care for her in that role, I guess. I don't know. 
That's another one I disagree about. I think she's very multifaceted, where she can sing and dance, and oh, she's a triple a, threat. In, in I a mean, lighthearted. I wish like I could that. dance. You know. I- what did you think overall, though? You, oh, you, but, I mean, you enjoyed fun. the hell out of the movie. I enjoyed yeah. it a lot. I, I would definitely recommend it to anyone because it was so funny. In the and, world. Yes, in the world. And um, I loved the cameos. Oh, God. I yeah, the cameos I had trouble keeping up with. Fantastic. Out of fucking nowhere. I mean, yeah, I don't know why I'm not hosting this thing. Yeah, I, that was awesome. <laughs> I have a... Uh, I, I really, really like Jack Black a lot. I'm a big fan. So to see I him, even, you know, even though he was tied up, you know, it would have been really cool to see him jumping around and really like embracing what was happening for embracing the Muppets, Muppets at that yeah. time. Because I'm glad they, they never were... untied him. <laughs> it was, I guess you don't like Jack Black. No, he doesn't. Yeah. That's okay. I don't, I don't hate you him. Know, that's all right. I, I, I'm definitely a fan of Jack Black. Who, who else did I see in, in uh, the movie? Well, the dude um, during the singing sequence. Bet- uh, the, the Man or a that, Muppet. Yes. What did you say? That guy's one. Oh, Jim he's Parsons. on Big Bang Theory. Is that his name? Okay. That's, yeah. Yeah. I don't Perf watch that was show. Who is Walter's man. Human version. counterpart. Yeah. yeah. But I have to say it was nice to see him in it. It, it was, was. It was perfect. It was very nice. It was the perfect... Uh, obviously, Compliment. spoiler alert, yeah, if you folks haven't seen The Muppets, why are you listening to this podcast? You should be watching the movie. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? And then come back to this part. But yeah, h- him as the human counterpart, though, was perfect for Walter. Yeah. When you think about kind of the, the characterization and you look at him as kind of being... I mean, he plays a geek, essentially, he, like a, a nerd. Meek, a meek, yeah. small character. Yeah, well, personality-wise, like yes. a small, like very... like Timid. Uh, yeah, character. And then Walter kind of is, in as much as he's kind of on the on the outskirts of, of everybody else because of his love of the Muppets. Kind of like I, me. I think seeing this movie, like, there was one scene that I actually had mentioned while we were watching it that it was so incredible. And it was the scene where Kermit is in the hammock and Fozzie Bear is right next to him in the other hammock. And they're just talking about how they're going to really get through what they need to accomplish here. Yeah. And it was so serious and I fell for it. I forgot that you they were Muppets. The puppets, yeah. I really, really did. And I, I stopped and said to you, the expression that they were able to achieve in Fozzie at that moment, mm-hmm. it, it captured me. I was like, whoa, that was that was That so, was real. That, that was, was emotion. It was great emotional acting with a puppet and I hope it doesn't I, rain tonight. I, it was so good. With yeah, it was. Yeah, I thought that was so funny, and it was so touching, and it was just nice that Kermit had like his his one friend here to really like have his back, and it was. I just thought it was a really special moment in the movie. I really liked that. Andrew, what do you think? I was in it for the gags. I knew, oh, the I gags were great. I, I was in it for the gags. I mean, I knew I was going into a Muppet movie, so I knew there was going to be sappy parts and things like that. Because and songs, again, but you love musicals, though. You're kind of you're I'm a, a little. I'm like, geek for that kind of shit you, you know, are I, I am but i knew i was get. i knew i was getting into i knew the song and the dance and the, the cheap slapstick comedy i just was going into it seeing how they were going to do it i wanted i went into the film seeing how they were going to make this i oh, wanted yeah. to see how jason siegel was going to take this because obviously like chris was saying i was expecting the movie where gonzo spends all the money on the opening and the rest of the movie was cheap and whatever else so i wanted to see how they portrayed this new idea um, I'm not gonna go into all emotional stuff because I just don't get that way with films. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. And doesn't like movies. I, I don't. <laughs> okay, I, I, di- I yes. like I I watch it and I digest it all for everything it is. It, I'm I'm thinking, well, what, why would that character think that? So it's totally yeah, no. cool. And that's why you're on the show. Yeah, exactly. You don't yeah, judge it by so how much. much money it makes or if it has a lightsaber. No, no. Is it a good movie or not? Um, but I mean, going back to the whole thing where it's you forget that they're Muppets, where it's you know. That that that's not Kermit. That's not a Muppet. That's Kermit. That's, that's not someone's Fozzie. hand yeah, with a piece that, of felt on it. Yeah, that's, that, a that's a living, character. breathing yeah. character on film. You know, when they started singing the opening again, and the the two older gentlemen making fun of him, it's like, oh man, you two just older remember- gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember their names. 
Steve. Statler, Statler Waldorf. Who the fuck doesn't know that? Dreams and the those are nightmares. No, that was funny. It was a cheap joke, but it was funny. All their jokes are cheap. cheap But that was the fun of it. Yeah, and the self-aware jokes, the breaking the fourth wall. The breaking the fourth wall was great. That's what I like the most. Always, yeah, they always do that. They know that they're Muppets. They know that people are watching them right now. They know that it's a movie. The whole thing is like, oh, let's let's travel by map or let's map travel. This is going to be a really short movie. Let's collect the rest of the members using a musical montage. Yeah, like, oh, it's great. That's what I thought was hilarious. That, those kind of the self-awareness yes. yeah I maniacal agree. That laugh maniacal that was, laugh and now that's that's something that annoyed people like why did he keep saying maniacal laugh and that's because the character's so evil he can't laugh and yeah, that's why I he tells everybody to laugh is that Brilliant. a fact it's just, yeah that was the point no no, no 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 Chris Cooper's character that makes Sex fun, that makes fun. Oh. that's like the, you know that's like the Dr. Evil laugh with me <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like instead of him doing that, he goes maniacal laugh. laugh. Right. Yeah, he it's makes just, them laugh because it's not Muppet capable humor. of it. That's what it is. It's yeah. Muppet I humor. That but that went over great. so many people's when I heads. Heard that the first thing I did was pick up my phone and send that to Chris. Yeah, I of thought course. it was hilarious. <laughs> and then he and then he is the. Can you believe he follows it up with a message? I'm watching the Muppets. I'm like, I know. <laughs> That's a dead giveaway if I've ever seen one. <laughs> You might as um, well just said hi ho. But yeah, as right. a movie, like period, like having not seen, well, obviously you're aware there hasn't been a theatrical Muppet movie in 12 years. Yes. Kids don't know who the hell the Muppets are, except maybe they no. popped up. It's a good family movie. I, you know, if I had kids, I'd obviously take. And them you and, will. Yeah, well, I mean, no, I'm saying you t- will make them fucking watch. Oh, it. I yes, will. Of course I will. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. No, my kids will know out. who the fucking right. Muppets are. All right, kids, we're gonna break you away from the Opeth, and you're gonna watch the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Star Wars, yeah. no Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> this is the gateway to Yoda. That was one of the things. That was my big thing when I was watching the movie. It's like I was surfing IMDb, going, "Who the fuck's in this movie? I know that guy. I know the that cameo, guy." Yeah. You know, fucking um, what's the old? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I love how you start the, a sentence and just hit the brakes. <laughs> hey, who was the guy? Oh, fuck shit! <laughs> the, old, the older man in the first, the first singing, uh, first musical. The older man sitting on the bench. Mickey Rourke. Uh, Mickey Rourke. Not Mickey Rooney. <laughs> well, Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. He was in it. Uh, and, you know, yeah, Neil and he's Patrick like Harris. 99. Yeah. Neil Patrick Harris. James Carvel. Who, who the hell? And right. then at the end, when all the uh, the actors were coming out to help with the telethon. Yes. And, and at the very last second, you did see like John Krasinski and... Whoopi and Goldberg. He was there. Whoopi Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, she spoke. Goldberg. Yeah. And uh, Selena Gomez, Judd Hirsch was back like there. That. Yeah. Very it's funny. Like, what the fuck? That's Jeff Goldblum's father in Independence Day, if you don't know Jeff. I didn't even see Judd Hurst. Yes. Well, he was in there, but I, love that I figure that's the only reference point you have. No, not Columbo. The other thing I really no, liked about the Columbo. movie that I, that I did want to mention was no. I love the small little side stories. Like, I, Animal is not one of my favorite Muppets. What uh, the uh, fuck is wrong with hold you? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, because I, the I don't... Back I, with Jack Black, that was great. I just love that side story, how he was going somewhere. He was getting therapy. He was in anger management. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I loved it. I was like, oh my God, look at Animal. No like he's trying... Yeah. No yeah. And he was still he was still kind of crazy, but he was communicating in his animal way and he was, he was making progress. And then at the end, yeah. it was Every really, time really when nice. I was watching that, the only thing I could see in my head was him and... Buddy Rich. Buddy Rich, yeah. They actually drums. redid that. I don't know. It was a week or two ago. Electric Mayhem performed on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, yeah? But unfortunately, Travis Barker was playing drums with the band. <laughs> oh, but they did that same guy. gag. Dave where Grohl he, as Adam Dave Grohl as Adam Yeah, Adam yeah that was hilarious. That was, cool. <laughs> that was a great cameo. Um, but uh, they did the same thing, the drum off, and they did the same gag at the end where Animal throws the drum over his head. 
So that was nice to see Travis Barker get a drum thrown on his head. Well, yeah, that was cool. It should happen every show. It should, yeah, that <laughs> should happen every Blink show. Find an angry fan. This sucks. <laughs> but awesome, right? Like awesome way for kids to understand. Like, oh, that's what this is about. Anyway, all right, Jack, over to you. I loved it because it made ninety million dollars. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, that's the only reason. That's probably. I just loved how it was redone. It was the perfect way to restart the series. It was a perfect way to just get a new generation introduced to these characters. And I loved how all the guest celebrity cameos, even, I mean, I'm hit or miss with Jack Black, but the fact that he wouldn't be involved with this shows that he's a fan. All these people were fans. And that's what I enjoyed about it. They could have gotten any celebrity to do this. Oh, totally. I'm sure they had people they had to turn away who oh. wanted to be in it. I have no doubt. Because we're at that part of a generation where nostalgia is so big that something like the Muppets Project comes up and everybody would want to do it. Everybody's like, you're doing a new movie? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And just every the emotion from Kermit I thought was great just to get some heart in the story and – just it's just fun to see where everybody was, what they were doing, how these puppets who everybody just, I guess it's a good way because they forgot about them or some people forgot about them. Like Gonzo's was working at a toilet factory and, and um, <laughs> yeah, well yeah, yeah, and, and the Muppet movie had his plumbing business the in the first one, yeah, and a and the Muppets, yeah, the tribute act that was hilarious. <laughs> I I loved it. I loved every part of it, and there's it's just one of the best family movies I've seen all year. I'd put that. Up against, um, I've seen a couple of episode one in 3D. No, the Adventures oh, of Tintin. <laughs> in terms on. of fun family, oh, I love movies. Tintin. Yeah, yeah so it, it's just a great, great story, and I can't wait to see what happens out of it. They, I think they had a great cast with J- Jason Segel, and just anybody who was in it. I love. It, there's not, there's nothing that you can say about it that would make me hate it. I love it. Cool. I just wanted to mention that one of my favorite little puppet uh, Muppets that had. Uh, you know, I guess been created for the movie was in the Muppets was the replacement for Fozzie, and he came out and he was so gangster, walk, he was walk, so yeah, ghetto, yeah, he was. and I love that so much. Like the excuse, he was just so fucking badass. Like you want to start something, bitch? Like he just looked like such a badass. Gangster. I got jokes. He's like, uh, he had small, jokes. I got jokes. The way he was walk, designed, like he had a small like underbite. He like me. he just wanted to fucking bite. I he did, that. yeah. It was like badass Fozzie. Yeah, yeah it was. Fousey. I like I like Fozzie Bear a lot. Or something on. It's very funny. What's that? Didn't he have like a do rag or something? He, on? I think, I yeah, think he so, or on. like a some kind of knit. He's kind of wearing like a jersey and like a bandana yeah. or like yeah, something. something like I loved eighties robot. Okay, eighties yeah, robot was hilarious. What an awesome you, gag! Is, is that? A character that was in no no it's a new he's no brand new it's for just this. A, it's oh, just a hilarious so game. Funny. It was so funny robot. though. Tab new coke that cracked me up. All right, so it's down to me and and my aggressive opinions about the movie. No, I, I love the movie for everything it is. I do have little criticisms in as much as I feel like I could have gone for less Gary and Mary. Like I said, I feel like humans should really take a back seat to whatever stories involving the Muppets themselves. I didn't even get into that. Oh my god! The I got very angry about one of the situations between you Gary did. You and got Mary. pissed. I got pissed. You were yelling at the TV when he forgot about the about one the anniversary. Dinner, yeah, and he she leaves, and he's like, "Oh, what? Why did she leave? What are you mad about?" Like he's just a stupid boy. But whatever, <laughs> whatever. I'm sorry. That How was, do you? No, I get it. I get it. Not, and, but go I on. Understand I understand you wanna... getting you getting really. Impassioned I did. I about got that. I got really heated over that. You did. You did. You were yelling at the TV, yeah. which is bizarre, but. I get really into movies. I know I talk through them a lot, but it's because I, no, right. I, I like to it, go along for the ride <laughs> <laughs> and beat it up. Um, there, there actually was a lot of talk among Muppet fans in as much as what the hell was going on with Fozzie's voice, uh, which to me sounded off. I thought his voice sounded weird, and so did Miss Piggy's, and so did 
uh, animals, you and they were think, all done by the same guy. You didn't think I, Kermit was a little off? Kermit, I, Kermit was a little off, but it, it's also probably the most similar they were going to get, period. The only Muppet I noticed that sounded a lot different was Gonzo to me. That's the only one I was That's funny because it's the by. same guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny Maybe, that he yeah, thought he I sounded weird. I haven't seen the Muppets in a long time, but to me, like, Gonzo sounds a little different in this movie. Everybody else, I think, Yeah, that's, that's the same uh, similar voice enough. actor, too. Yeah, that's the same Muppeteer, actually. Um, so there was a bit of that. Um, as far as the actual story, I thought the story was good. I thought it was a great way to, like I said, reintroduce the Muppets as characters and as a as a, let's say, comedy troupe to the world, to kids, for everybody to get back into it. Like, comedy I really thought it was a strong great, thing. great noun for that. I think for so. what they are. That's, that's what, well, I, I think what it counts. Comedy troupe. Comedy yeah. The same way you look at it, an ensemble, yeah, like mean, Monty Python or The State or Broken Lizard. I feel like the Muppets yeah. are similar thing. Yeah, they're their own little, they're their own little gang. They have to put on a show in a certain way and they have certain headliners that every, like, they couldn't yeah. do the show without And they have goofy little adventures. They have to have her in the, in, you know, in the set and that's yeah. a big part of the movie. And in a way, I mean, that, to a degree, that's kind of something that I enjoy even about what we do with the website because branching out and doing the videos and all that. I kind of like when we do little bizarre things as ourselves because I look at that in my own way. It's not necessarily a, a conscious thing like this is why we need to do things in, in a certain way or like, oh, well, I think we should do this is because I feel like we're kind of creating that extension outside of the show. Oh, here's what we're doing. And that always goes on in every single Muppet movie, basically. And the show, it's like, okay, here's the performance itself, which in our case would be the podcast. And then outside of that is like the goofy things we do in, in videos and all that, where it's a kind of um, a, a reality with the same characters, with the same people you know, and the characters in our case kind of being us. So that's, that's one of the things I, I would almost kind of liken what we do uh, to but not as funny. <laughs> yeah. We're not as funny, not the Muppets. Um, and then I got to tell you that watching the movie itself in the theater, I mean, the only Muppet movie I've seen in a theater period was Follow That Bird, which was a Sesame Street movie. But watching the movie in the theater, I mean, just seeing everything again, just knowing, I mean, I knew they were going to obviously get together, do the telephone and all that. As soon as they started doing the opening number for the show, I literally got chills. And I've gotten chills the two times I've watched it since... Get, since buying the Muppets Blu-ray, I just seeing them do that opening number, something you never thought they would do again beyond the original Muppet show. I literally was covered in chills. And then when they started doing Rainbow Connection, which always makes my mother cry, even the new version in this movie still makes her has always made her cry as long as I can remember. Actually, and uh, when since I, I got the Waka Waka version, the big Blu-ray release. Yes, the deluxe with, box. Yeah, yeah, it came with the the download for the entire thing. I didn't watch that first. I downloaded the album first, and obviously the first song I turned on was the Muppet Show entrance. The theme, yeah. The theme, and I'm just sitting there, just staring at my computer, and I'm singing the words, and I'm like, why do I still remember this? Because, yeah, this it's, it's like it, 20 years it's so old. It's embedded in there. You know? It really I, is. And I put Menomina after that, and I'm like, this is fucking brilliant. Yeah, it. yeah, this is exactly where Camilla it should be. singing uh, Forget You. Yeah, which they should just call Cluck You. Like, they really, because it was chickens <laughs> doing should. Fuck You. I love you. that. I, I really that think so funny. I, I could imagine them not wanting to put that it's as like a title on the back on. of the CD, but it should have just been called Cluck You. Um, <laughs> but seeing them, uh, uh, could be, or parents. But then at the end when the, what ends up being the whole cast essentially, or all the Muppets, uh, do Rainbow Connection. Seriously, when I was sitting in the theater, I, if I had been slightly uh less surrounded by a group of friends and all that i probably would have cried because i seriously like that's just ingrained so deeply in me that just hearing that song and seeing that performed was like 
Uh, literally, like I could have just lost it there, and I realize that probably sounds lame and cheesy from a guy who's thirty. No, but, no, 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 no. But I literally like it's it's one of those things that's just that, that's just rooted so deeply in me. Like when I saw that, I was like, I literally like could have just started tearing. I mean, I wouldn't have been bawling on the fucking yeah, theater but floor, but I, I could have just easily started tearing up, just like oh my god, like I just couldn't believe I was seeing it and hearing it and all that, but. Overall, like, for all the little criticisms I have as far as some of the voices and maybe a little too much human activity, I thought the movie was great. I definitely think everyone should see it, period. I think kids who are going to be getting in on the ground floor of the Muppets would enjoy the hell out of it. And I just wish that the rest of the movies would get released with additions as as tricked out as this one. I mean, the, and the special features are loaded. If yeah. you love special features, you have to buy this friggin' Blu-ray. Yeah, the special fe- the pause screen? Yeah, the pa- every, time every time you pause it, something different pops up. Oh, nice. On yes. the Blu-ray. It's a different skit or a different character pops up and, and, yeah. and tries to get you to continue the movie. The features are so... It's, I it's literally I hours of features. Oh, yeah. I, might yeah. I didn't want to... Uh, no, for no, continuity's okay. sake, no, no, I didn't want right. to be like, hey, pause it. Just see what happens. <laughs> All right, let's next get time, back to group therapy. Now sure. pause it again. Yeah. yeah it, oh, you're buying it. Seriously, it's yeah. different every time. And then the blooper reel where they're still The blooper is hilarious. 10 minutes. Well, that's what I love. See, they're so in character that when they screw up, they stay in character and just improv it. Yeah. As the character. They don't break character when they screw up. Ah, damn. And you see some dude stand up. Sorry, can we do that again? No, he stays as Walter. Yeah, you stay in character. Yeah, it's awesome. And the the, the, um, read where they're they're walking around the office uh, where Kermit's like, oh, we got to do the, the... what is it called when they just re- they read the script? Like a read through? The read through. I'm sorry. Yeah, the table read. Where yes. they're just going through and they're like, oh, we have to do this for contrasting light. And then Jason Siegel's in the background. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I mean. Like the, the gags that they do. It's just very. I, I felt like the movie was very much in the tradition of, of regular Muppets. I know apparently some Muppeteers and people who've been involved were upset and even found some of the stuff to be insulting to the Muppets. I don't understand how. Like what? I don't feel. Yeah. I don't know specifically. I just I've heard that as some of the feedback, and I know Kevin Clash was asked about that when he was doing some some press rounds for the Being Elmo documentary. But I don't. I don't know. I didn't feel like it was it was insulting. I felt like it was kind of carrying on a tradition. It was taking the best things about it and using it, not in the way of like let's say. <laughs> Sorry to slam something else, but like Family Guy, where you take all the best elements and you beat the beat them into the it. ground, yeah. and it's not funny anymore. This I felt like took all the best elements about what the Muppets are and kept them there, which is building a new, like expanding the story and like, hey, where have you guys been? What have you been doing? Yeah. Oh, and you're not popular anymore. Like I love the fact that's not that's carrying on, like of, you know, dust and old shit. pictures and all. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that was great. And the fact that, like, oh, when I get the telethon started, it's like, well, you guys aren't popular anymore. See, here's everything that's current, and you guys are way out of here. Yeah, in the circle, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was, ve- I thought it was very appropriate because it's it's reality. So I thought overall, just as, as a story that could actually be as close to reality as the Muppets can get, was awesome. That, and I love that they were popping up on all the talk shows and everything, the like they used to back in the day. Was brilliant. Amazing. The movie trailers, the post- Oh, the parody trailers were hysterical. Yes. They parodied Paranormal Activity. They did one for Green Lantern. Do you think that those are on YouTube? They're on YouTube. They released them on YouTube. Oh, okay. And they're I, on the I Blu-ray. Didn't see any and of even them. more. My, my we'll life was so busy. Yeah, I like, didn't have TV we'll watch them for a really done long time. They have a Hunger Games <laughs> one also. <laughs> they have oh, Hunger my God. Games I would love that because I read those books. Oh, my, I want to see the movie. It's hysterical. Oh, they did great. a but they did one for girl with the dragon tattoo. Wow! They, they parodied all this current stuff, which I thought that's brilliant. And you know like, what? Just that's, set I it think, up so I, nicely. I think you could definitely see like a generational like difference in the writing. Like they did try to be a little like hip. I feel like with like the oh, times, and I like that if they if they did that. Well, obviously they did. Yeah. Do like these parodies and stay relevant and really give people like the 
Yeah. Nice introduction. Like, well, look, these guys are funny too. <laughs> well, I mean, that makes sense. They've always been kind of current. I mean, when you look at the list of people, like the cast of the Muppet Show season one, I think there's two people who are still alive. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah, right. they they were very on top of. It, it was definitely of that era, that late seventies era, when you have people like Dom DeLuise and Peter Sellers on Dom and all DeLuise. that. Yeah, which is hysterical. It was actually my favorite episode of of the Muppet Show. In case anyone's wondering, which chances are no one is, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> is a Julie Andrews episode. I, I love Julie. I love Julie Andrews. Period. I love and her. it's probably has to do with seeing Mary Poppins as a young kid too. But oh, yeah. the episode was just hysterical, and all the stuff we did with her was just so goddamn funny that that's my favorite episode of the Muppet Show. What season ever. is it in? Uh, I think season two. I haven't seen that. Season I can't yet. place them all into where they go, but I'm pretty sure that was a season two episode. Very cool. I look forward but, to seeing that. Uh, yeah, people, if you are interested at all, and if you if you don't have a Blu-ray player, buy one to buy the Muppets on Blu-ray. Maybe that sounds ridiculous. Maybe you want to buy Avatar. Maybe you want to buy the Star yeah. Wars box set. Buy, Horse buy shit. I just buy bought the Muppets. a Blu-ray player. It's worth it. <laughs> it's worth it. That's what I say. I don't care what Jack says. Uh, regardless, the, the Blu-ray though is so incredibly loaded that if you even have a passing interest in the Muppets, you're going to want to watch. Especially the the blooper reel and all yeah, that. It's just so great. damn funny. But does anybody have a favorite Muppet? Kermit, hands down. Fozzie's a close second. I like Beaker, just because he's <laughs> odd and <laughs> me, me. Uh, he's like uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh wait, Honey before too. we wrap this up. Oh wait, I don't. Is that your favorite? Honey no, 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 no. What more Beaker for the movie? No, you're um, gonna trend that on Twitter. No, hashtag I was more gonna Beaker. ask. <laughs> I was going to ask if any of you guys have been to uh, Disney in Florida and been to the new Muppet section. No. I have. But I was at Muppet Vision 3D in uh, Disneyland in Anaheim. When I was in Disney World, the coolest thing happened. Beaker and Honeydew come out as like they're robots. Like it's a robotic thing. And they're interacting with the audience in... I can't even, wait. Like, people like waiting in line. No, we're we're walking. Me, uh-huh. you know, me and my me and my ex, we were, we're in Florida. We were in Disney for like a good week or so. It was awesome. That is awesome. I love Disney. I want to. Wait, they're there. just walking around the park. Okay, so we're in Epcot, just walking around from you know country to country. And yeah, yeah. We stopped to pick up an ice cream, and then all of a sudden, here comes Honeydew and Beaker on this bicycle contraption. That's amazing. And then we're like, "Do you see that?" And and um my ex, he loved them. He loved them so so we mm-hmm. definitely stuck around to see what this was about. Like, how are they doing this? There wasn't a person with a remote control anywhere to be seen. It was like, incredible. Wow. It looked like the Muppet. Like it the was actual, them. It, it was, was them. It was just and them operating a bike. And yeah. they were talking to us and bubbles were coming out of the machine and they did like this whole shtick and we all got sprayed with like water. That and they're like, "Excuse awesome. me, you with the beard." And it's like, "Somebody's watching us." <laughs> For the building, it's yeah, just, yeah. It was yeah. Incri- so I, we were we got to see like a show right in front of us with. The That's theater. amazing yeah. with them as as living characters. It was incredible. That's so it, awesome. And the show, the, what was it called? The three D Muppet Vision. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that was so awesome. entertaining. That was so great. So wonderful. I'm sure it was probably this. I don't know if they've revamped it recently. I went five years ago. I went in February of '07 to see it at uh, Disneyland. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's been revamped or updated or whatever. 2010, it was the same, but I had only gone like two years before that. Okay, so so hopefully it's it's still now, as it is. Maybe. But that was awesome too, and I got a picture of I, I have a couple snaps of me, yeah, my long ass sideburns at the time, uh, checking out the the props and all that other stuff at uh, at Disneyland. That was a lot of fun. But yeah, I totally forgot to even yeah. touch on that. I can't believe that got yeah. by me. And the Muppet Whatnot Workshop in New York. Yeah. No, I. Keep, we I, I want to make Muppets. a Muppet. We should make ourselves Muppets. Oh, I've been looking into it actually because ninety nine really bucks, but well worth to. it. Yeah. 
Make I'm in. Your own yeah. You make a Muppet. I mean, the Muppet whatnots. They're like the random characters in the background with the yeah, blue yeah, heads yeah. and the orange noses. Like, you don't make yourself an animal, of course, but. Oh, you, well, you can't. That's you funny. can't, yeah. You, it's like a human character. You choose from three different, si- three oh, different really? shaped you, and colored heads. Be, it has to be a human type puppet? Yeah. Yes. You can go, oh, you can check it bad. out on the website. You can design it online and order it online, but you can go there and order it at FAO Schwartz and they'll assemble it and it's ready in like an hour. Wow. Which I want to do. I want to do. That I want to do. I've been I would, wanting a puppet. For a I would love time. to do it, especially for me. It'd be great because I do impressions of everybody on the show. So I can make a Corey Muppet. <laughs> oh, I can make a Ryan Muppet, and I could just literally do like, oh, and and let me tell you about this. Just do really rude videos with a Muppet Ryan. <laughs> How funny would that be? Or a Muppet Corey oh, hey, talking you? about Old Republic, <laughs> talking about Star Wars. Oh hey, well you know I was there. We can make a Jimmy one that's really laid back. <laughs> And aloof. <laughs> and aloof. In a good way. Nice word. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fine. I seriously would. I would bucks. love to. I would do that. Yeah. A wrong for 100 bucks with for a, lab coat. a custom <laughs> Muppet. Yeah. I don't know if I have a favorite. I, I really don't. I don't know if I could pick one. I like the Swedish chef. He's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was brilliant. Say hello to my little friend. was brilliant. <laughs> that was, in the yeah, movie. That was <laughs> Yeah. I thought Ryan was going to have a stroke in the theater. Yeah. Ryan was giggles the Between whole time. And fart shoes. Yeah. Fart he shoes. loves it. He thought, the, obviously, Ryan being Ryan, a gaseous uh, element. I think of his based own. on the show from what I watched, like from season one, Kermit was my favorite. Mm-hmm. I thought Kermit was so funny. Um, Gonzo's pretty good. I really like Fozzie yeah, Bear. Ours. I think I think he's just so cute. And he just, yeah, Fozzie's he, my he mother's favorite. Well. He's so endearing. Yeah, he means so well. He's just really trying to do a good job, and he dresses like a hobo because he's you know because he's he's like a hobo. <laughs> yeah, he's like a hobo comedian. <laughs> he's he's so like so most sweet. comedians out there, and that's he's why he's just relatable. So sweet and he's cute. You a favorite, Andrew? Uh, uh, animal. Uh, it's gonna be animal. Well, besides animal, I actually miss Piggy. Oh, she you're kidding! She, really? She didn't take shit from nobody. Pork chops, <laughs> <laughs> Miss Pork Chop, love her. No, the fact that she like she'd be great with some mac and cheese. <laughs> she just does whatever she wants. She and karate this. chops fucking I don't, everyone. I don't think she's she ever gotten in trouble. There are no consequences for Miss Piggy. No, whatever she no, wants to do, no. is done. Anything she fucking karate chops like you and got her way. She yeah, she does. Let it be written. Let it be done. That's what she's like. It's funny. They actually put out a couple years ago a book. It was following the Da Vinci Code. Put out a book written by Miss Piggy called The Diva Code. I, think they did, I have a Kermit book, too. Um, it's called Before You Leap. Nice. It's like his story and all that. And it's, it's written in that Muppet style. I really can't say that... Oh, one Muppet over there. You know, they each, even going to like Sesame Street, Cookie Monster, just the fact that you know, I was a five-year-old and he was obsessed with cookies. Come on. Yeah. He was crazy. Yeah, exactly. That's a, he was just a nonsense character. He said, well, Cookie, and then yeah. you fucking just go. And you, you know he's not, not digesting. He he's was, yeah. Destroying. He's the animal of the Muppet. He's the animal of Sesame Street. Ever. Yeah, he is. He's the hand is just destroying <laughs> whatever he is. He's Sesame Street's animal. Like he that's is. what's great about Cookie know, Monster. Probably Miss Piggy because she just fucking karate chopped everyone. That makes sense. She's bossy. <laughs> yeah, she is. She's a bitch. I hate but that that's bitch. what it takes. Hey, with all those dudes around. She must. All the guys she are Muppets. It's true. Gotta hold her own. Her and Camilla against the world. Why do they do that? Well, no, then there's also well, that girl that's in the band. That was Janice, yeah. I she doesn't talk much. She didn't say anything in these bassist. new movies. They barely did. Yeah, man. No, she's a guitarist. Oh, that's right. Floyd is the bassist. Floyd's the bassist. That's right. The guy in the hat. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> why do you think that is? Why do you think there, there's only Miss Piggy pretty much? I don't know. There Miss Piggy is yeah. voiced by a dude, too. So is there a serious lack of... Uh, yeah. yeah. Is, is there a lack of women involved in the Muppets? Are you trying to raise an issue here? No, no, I'm not. I just always like, why in the Smurfs is there only one female Smurf? Smurf? Do you know no. what I mean? Like, I just always 
Wonder why that well, is. Was in the Interestingly show, enough, other, this there made... were other females in the Muppet Show. There were other female pigs. There were other female characters. They just yes. didn't get no leads. Attention. Yeah, yeah. Well, there were no other big. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It sounds like a topic for a your upcoming podcast called "Go Sister Go" or something like that. <laughs> 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 Natalie is launching a podcast, and when it's up, one we will day. let you know. Oh, one day, really when it's available to. as a, a as a contributor to ours, we will let you know. When I have a she lot of things to say. You clearly, yeah, you're and trying I, to bring up like, oh, women aren't treated equally in cartoons and, and puppetry. Oh, so, you, you clearly have a lot. You should kick off your your podcast with an episode about that. What did you call it? Go sister, go. Yeah, sister, go. because you're doing it with <laughs> your right, sister. It makes sense, it. and it's like, yeah, women. <laughs> Take that, men. Here's yes, two more girls. That's in the an world. awesome name for your podcast. Take, Take that, men. men. Yeah, you <laughs> bastards. Bad in all sons caps. Of bitches. Because you know how many men would tune into that? They'd be like, what? Right. What? what do they have to say now? Now what have I done wrong? Yeah. I don't even know this broad. Where, how do I even start? How do I even start? Where, where do we even go I need to tap into the here? woman phone line. What the fuck? Yeah, what's going on here? I think it's why women listen to our show. Like Our numbers are actually majority female. Because probably like, what do dudes talk about? And like, These guys don't like sports. What the it fuck? took them, yeah. It took them seventy plus episodes to actually talk about. Well, it. I could tell you what, what I they thought. Talk I was about? like, man, what do these losers talk about? Well, now you and, know, Muppets. And a lot of geeky things. <laughs> now you know. No, no you guys are Muppets really and nice. Music. Fun. Yeah. And films. Yeah. That gross over hundred million dollars. That's okay. Girls like those things too. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. All right. I think that sums it up for now. Uh, maybe we'll do another one of these in the future. Uh, if you want to correct anything or, or iron out any kinks in uh, the facts or stories or anything that we've told, Numbers. please email in comment and by the way if you like the show we don't ask for a whole lot and it's a free show yeah, exactly. give us five stars on itunes throw up a review something comment like on that page. yeah comment on the page we love we, it we, we love do. hearing from people we love getting emails and we reply to your emails as well we so and let me just say that this episode of the only podcast that matters was brought to you by the number 69 and the letter fuck this has been andrew this is jack this is chris this is natalie and you've been listening to the only podcast that matters uh, Stadler? Oh, uh, what? Is that it? Yes, it's over. How'd you like it? I don't know. I slept through the whole thing. Well, you didn't miss much.